Welcome back to another episode of Karma's Crew. Uh, everybody at New Amendment, we appreciate y'all for having us and making all this possible. But us Buckeyes are saying right now, man. My guy Aaron Crash, Adam Jardy, and my guy Sully, welcome back from the absence from last week. Welcome home to the staff. But we coming home to these Buckeyes. Starting it off, man. Well, what's what's going on with us? Oh, not a lot is happening, right? You know, like I both games. You know, and it's I think it's above the, these last two games we've played, but it always seems like there's a couple stretches in every game where we go scoreless in like a four to five minute stretch, and it's just it's just brutal to watch. It's hard to. There's just so many things that. We just it, it looks disconnected. Um, it doesn't look like you know we're. I still think we're we're playing hard. I still think we're putting forth effort, but um, it just doesn't look smooth. Uh, and I'm not sure many people are very confident right now outside of Bryce, um, <laughs> shoot, shooting the ball um, and trying to put it in the hoop. So <clears throat> I think there's a lot of kind of probably mental things happening uh, going on, and then when you lose games and it's really hard to get out of that, especially, you know, with a young team and it's just tough. It's tough out here, man. You, you can definitely see the disconnect like with, with, with the team. The biggest thing is like, you would think we have a sense of urgency coming off with a lot of losses and you think we'll be playing with a little different energy, uh, coming out with a different type of mindset. And I just feel like we keep, we keep coming into the same games lackadaisical, disconnected, a lot of one-on-one. Ball movement is really stale. Uh, I just think we just got to go back to our old ways that was making us the number one offense in the country, was moving that basketball, getting a lot of assists, you know, making the extra pass when we needed when we needed to make the extra pass. But I just feel like we, we kind of got into this one-on-one state of basketball that we're not really effective in. I, I think – being in the arenas those those last two games like Illinois they just they never seem to quite have it like you said so like just a rough start and when I talked to Chris Holtman and um, a couple of players after the game they said like that reflected the last two days of practice Mm. that coming off the Iowa win those guys were not they did not practice at the level necessary uh, to build on that Iowa win which was frankly surprising to me because I kind of thought like we talked about on here I felt like once this team broke that losing streak, there was a stretch of good basketball ahead. I felt like this is still that same team that, like you said, so they had the number one offense in the country. And I just felt like they needed some things to go right and then more things would go right. And then they just didn't build on that. But then to your point about always starting slowly, like they played really well at Indiana for 16 minutes and then mm-hmm. it just completely oh, exploded on them. I mean, it was 30, it's 31 to 30 with four minutes to go. And then you've got Illinois or yet Indiana in the double bonus and you've got guys that are veterans taking jump shots, not forcing the issue, not causing contact, not getting to the line, and then giving up straight line drives the other way. I mean, a 15-0 run in the last four minutes of a half at Assembly Hall on a Saturday night when they're selling alcohol there now. Like, it's, <laughs> it, was, it was loud, and it just built with each bucket. And I th- it, was, it was sort of a shame because you felt like they played really well for 16 minutes. And then they just completely – the game was over at that point. Yeah, yeah. And it just went away that quickly. It's, it's a tough one, man. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, literally, I, I can't grasp what's going on. And, like, where, where is the urgency? 
Like, how can we not have it? Like, you're going on the Big Ten, you're playing in these uh, crowds and arenas, that shit automatically gets you going. Like I said last week, like, literally going on the road was was better for me. I, I wanted yeah. to shut the crowd up and, and win, sure. but I don't see that that fire and that passion from the team, and it's hurting me right now. Sorry, Kraft, well, you yeah. need to give them some of that. I, I mean, I, I full confession, you know, I was um, at a like a medical school conference this weekend, so I got to watch the first pretty close to like 15 minutes of the game at, against Indiana, and I'm standing next to this poster that I'm presenting, um, pulling my phone out because – no one's coming to talk to me about my poster. And I just saw, I saw the run happen like bucket by bucket. And I was thinking, I was talking to a random guy from West Virginia, like what is going on right now, man? Like, look at this. Um, so I can only imagine, you know, that, that place is loud anyway. Um, but I think another, another thing kind of building off of like what's going on, um, teams like to see Ohio state struggle. Um, like, I feel like there's a, you you like to beat everyone, right? But if you can like bury us, I think teams and, and people love seeing that. Um, and maybe that's because, you know, the brand that Ohio State's created, like the football team and the basketball team when we were there. But stuff that I hear is like they really like enjoy beating us by a lot. And they enjoy seeing a struggle. Uh, and I just think there's less, there's less, you know, we played well, but there's less fight when things start going wrong. Um, and that's, that's worrisome because things aren't always going to go well. You guys know that, you know, next play mentality kind of vibe, but we definitely don't have that next play mentality. We, we right. dwell and it just snowballs and it's really hard to get out. <clears throat> I, I, I thought, I thought this was interesting. Something we learned in the last week or two and Dave, cause this, this goes back to when you were there, but I, I very clearly remember your freshman year being at a press conference with Mike Conley and him basically saying, if the older guys aren't going to like lead, I'm a, we can do it. Like the mm. freshmen can do it. Like, and, and I remember we came out of that and we're like, Oh wow. Like these freshmen really like are, I mean, they, they want to take control of this team. There was, there was like, it seemed like at least from the outside, maybe a little bit of a disconnect, at least at that point of the season, I, I feel like it was in like mid January. And I bring that up to say, we, we learned in the last week or so that they've made Bruce Thornton, like basically a captain. He's not a captain in name, but he's he's earned his way into that type of role with his everyday approach and his his leadership and his like just ability to keep talking and keep battling. And he's not playing well right now, which yeah. I think the fact that they're now looking to him as a leader when Chris Holman told him told me at the beginning of the season that was too much to put on a freshman point guard. They didn't want him to be a captain. Um, I think that says something, and it, it made me flash back to Mike Conley a little bit that like they're trying to figure out like who do we go to who can we who can lead us out of this bruce thornton's in that conversation now and that's a room that has justice suing isaac likely and zed key so i don't know if this says more about bruce or less about the other three but what what do you guys think Ooh, that that's that's a that's a that's a tough one i mean it's it's, it's you cut from a different cloth it's, it's a new game it's a, it's a new age I, I hate to be the old guy talking about the, the new guys but yeah, I don't think it's just built that way anymore. Uh, so it's tough to see, really. Uh, I mean, that is a lot to put on a freshman, I would say. And in the situation that we're already in, for sure, you, you got to look to your seniors to see what's going on. And the fight and the urgency, I just I just don't see it. So it, it's literally heartbreaking each and every week for me now. I mean, hearing stuff like that, 
uh, as a freshman, your point guard. I'm not really shocked about it because, you know, playing with Kraft, he was he kind of was that guy. We had, you know, all our seniors. We had Will Buford, but Kraft was was part of that leadership crew, too, um, when things wasn't going well. So um, I'm, I'm not surprised by it just because, you know, Bruce been so solid. His approach every day has been so solid. And we just I enjoy watching him compete every day, no matter what uh, he's doing on the office end. Um, on the defense, he's competing, he's playing hard, he's playing the right way. So I think he deserves it. There's not a lot of pressure. Um, I mean, I think BT is there. He he deserves every every moment of this. BT, I like that. I see you out here just throwing out nicknames. Um, <laughs> that boy been studying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know I think I think it's great. You know, and, and we can talk a little bit about you know what's you know what are our goals for the season now, kind of what. Does this help Bruce for this year? Maybe. Does it help him in the years to come? I think for sure. Because, um, you know, I, you can say we look to the seniors for, for leadership, but I don't, they've probably never dealt with anything like this. So everyone's kind of sh- scrambling a little bit, kind of trying to figure out what to do. So the earlier that you can get this kind of experience and um, take ownership of it, I think that's probably the biggest thing for Bruce and the other freshmen is what, what they should be doing right now is taking ownership of what's going on. Um, kind of seeing where the disconnect is so that it's not a consistent thing. Um, and there's still games left. We can still win big games. Like that's the best part about the Big Ten is we, we play teams that are good, that have quality wins. And if we can get those, we can we can do make some noise. But um, so I, I'm not throwing out the season yet, but I can only hope that going through this kind of thing right now and being in those leadership conversations now is only going to help Bruce in the future um, to kind of prevent these things from happening again and, and see what's going wrong and, and correct them when when the time comes. Well, that's a tough one. I mean, when you talk about the freshman craft, that's that's the next segment, basically. It's not a report. Let's talk about the freshman. What about the rest of the guys, Adam? I mean, you're there. You see what's going on. So if you're getting this from your point guard, what is everyone else thinking and what are the freshmen thinking that that's out there? I mean, I, I feel like you're starting to see a little bit more from each one of them. I mean, I think like Roddy is really starting to impress at, at both ends, which they desperately need. Yeah. Um, and I think like Felix Akpara is taking steps with every game. Um, he was really good against Trace Jackson Davis. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to wonder moving forward, like, do you see his role grow from, 12 minutes a game to 18 minutes a game? Like, does Roddy go from playing 10 minutes to 20 minutes? I mean, you got to start taking minutes away from somebody else. Um, and I think uh, you start hitting that weird point of, are you building for next year? Or are you still, what are you still trying to accomplish this year? Um, but I think you're, you're seeing the flashes from, from all four of those guys. I mean, Bryce just continues to go out and score and get them buckets. And I mean, <laughs> there's just, there's just moments where he look he's the only one at times that looks like he knows how to attack. Yeah, and get a shot. Yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And um, I mean, that's just gonna. He's just gonna keep doing that. And I, they need someone else that can complement that. Someone else that can start doing that. But you're just you are seeing the glimpses with those four freshmen, and you start like you can picture what that might look like a little bit down the yeah. road. But you 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 got to start putting some wins in that column too. At the same time, I think. Yeah. 
you're you right on cue, Adam, because I'll, I, I've been saying it's like you don't want to transition into letting the freshmen all just let them develop and play, but you still want to win. But right. at the same time, the developed them freshmen, they, they, they have to play. They have to get that experience. And so um, with things not going well, you can do that type of stuff with lineups just to see if you can find a spark and, and, mm-hmm. and teach them how to win basketball games. So I, I do believe that you can see Felix minutes going from 12 to 18 um, just because now if it's not efficient, you know, the way Felix has been playing, mm-hmm. it's okay to leave him out there for an the extra six minutes now. Um, mm-hmm. You see Roddy, he's coming into his own. Bryce is Bryce. Every time he turns that hip, you know he's coming to the right shoulder fade or the pump fake into the <laughs> and it into don't the body split. You know you got. I don't, I don't understand. They don't do sky reports like that anymore. But I mean, our freshmen, they're playing well. BT, yeah. like I said, has been solid all all year. So um, I look I look forward to to the freshmen developing at the same time, kind of light a fire under our our, our upper classmen because we need it. You know, we right now we're playing lackadaisical, disconnected. We just need to do something to find some fire. And, close out the season and make the NCAA tournament. You know, it would be great. You know, let's, let's get, I think, I think you guys are right. I, Roddy was one of the guys I was most impressed with this summer when we would went back and played. I just felt like he was playing under control. He was making the right reads. Um, and I mean, he's long, he, he's getting after it defensively. I think he's trying to figure out how to impact the game, which is what you want in a young guy that's maybe not playing a lot of minutes. So I think he's going about it the right way. Um, I would love, you know, let's keep giving Felix minutes and then maybe we could stop doubling the freaking post because we are terrible at it. Um, <laughs> and, and, stop give, and stop giving up easy buckets, you know what I mean? Like, he's tall enough. He can maybe time things up. Um, small shot at us doubling the post. I still think we're terrible at it. Just not good. Um, we had to worry about that this week too again. What? I, it, small details. Yeah, gotcha. we were 1,000% going to have to double Hunter. Um, yeah, dang! Didn't think about that until right now. Well, <laughs> made it made it worse. Look, my bad. My Pull in front, shoot wide open threes, man. Um, but yeah, no, I you know I I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. I I'm all about development and growth, but we need to win games. Like we need to find a way to to get a spark, do wild things. I th- he tried to do that. You know, Coach Holman tried. You know, changing up the lineup and taking justice off the bench and that kind of stuff. So it, it kind of shows he's willing to try things. So why not try a little more? Let's just see what we can get. Uh, we just need we need some positivity rolling forward. No, I do you mean, think for sure, for sure. Do, do you think that what lies immediately ahead for this team gives them that kind of opportunity? I mean, like I said, we talked last week about, you know, if you're – you lost five in a row, and then you beat Iowa. Now you're going to go to Illinois and Indiana. Like that's, you know, if you're still trying to find yourself, that's probably not the best place to be looking. But you know, you play Wisconsin now on Thursday. Wisconsin's lost six of seven. Then you go to Michigan. Michigan is not what they were expected to be. They're struggling very similar to what you know Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin are are, are going through right now. But like, if you start, and then you you have two home games after that. Like, if you wanted to build a narrative for this is why you're still playing for right now. You're not giving up on this season. I feel like these next four games are that, that you're, you're playing a Wisconsin team that is beatable. You're going to play a Michigan team that is your rival and is theoretically beatable. Um, and then you got two home games. Like, I don't know. I feel like these next four games determine whether or not you wholeheartedly lean, lean into the freshman or you're still trying to win right now. <sighs> 
But that's the decision. Like, who who's going to make that call? We all want wins. Everyone's screaming for wins. But, I mean, at, at the end of the day, we're not getting them. So, you can try whatever. That That's how I feel. Literally, try, try whatever. In the game, to start the game, finish the game. Besides, uh, like you said, uh, Sanza Ball getting, getting us buckets. Nobody else looks comfortable. Nobody else looks like they want to even try to get involved when they need to, which we thought was going to happen with the, with the seniors. But I, I just – I'm at a loss for words really on what we're going to do. So hopefully this next week can uh, come up strong for us. But let's talk about the word on campus. I think we all know it's that we suck. <laughs> you guys are around right now. I'm all the way in France. Y'all tell me what you've been hearing, Sully, since you just got back. I'm sure everybody's in y'all here. Is it Mr. Columbus? So for sure, they they coming yeah. at you strong. I'm sure everything that I'm hearing since I've been back is like, let's just play the freshman. Let's let's move on from the upper class. Let's talk about. It. Let's develop these freshmen and, and get ready for next year and. You know, the crazy part is, is like, if you, they're talking about Ohio State as if it's an NBA franchise. It's like, let's play the young guys and just sit yeah. the old guys. Let's get, the, like, let's get the number one pick. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're 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 in the NCAA, man. We, we still have a chance. There's still a fighting chance to play for something. And um, I think these upperclassmen need to take a, a step forward and lead the ship in the right direction because, you know, these these freshmen can't do everything by their, on their own. We running out of time. <laughs> they better start. Yeah. The time, the time is ticking, man. I just think we, it's either show us something or it's, it's time to move on yeah. to the next option. I just think that's how we, we have to be. We got to be that desperate. Um, and, the, and the time um, placement, trying to make the NCAA tournament, you know, we got to be a little desperate at this point and just play mm-hmm. what we got because we got a lot of talent on that bench. Yeah. You know, just to quickly go back to what you were saying, Adam, about the, the, the schedule, you know, I, we can li- try to line things up as, as much as we want and try to paint the best picture we can. But if you look at what we've already done, you know, like games that we should have won against Minnesota at home or another winnable game at Nebraska, like we've lost games that we thought, you know, all right, this is our time. So I think it's very difficult to be like, you know what, this is our, this is our chance here. Um, but I, I'm, I'm with you, Sully, you know, I've, I'm hearing not, very positive things to say it lightly about you know just what's going on um the frustration um people that have honestly not excited about watching like potentially not watching games as much anymore now just because they don't like how we're playing we don't like they don't like the style that that we have going so and like you guys are saying there's just no urgency um, and this this makes me think about you know my senior year we were struggling and I remember we were at Penn State and it was it was before the night before the game Coach Mata was giving us his you know his pep talk and I didn't understand at the time but afterward I thought about it and talked to Coach about it and his whole thing he showed us a uh, he showed us stats about the seed you are in the NCAA tournament and the percentage that you make it out of the first weekend so obviously the higher seed you are, the higher that percentage is. And his whole point was games like at Penn state um, determine where you fall in those medium numbers uh, in the tournament, you know? So those are games that you win, you kind of bump up to that four or five range. Um, 
We end up losing. <laughs> Terrible. They actually moved their senior night up so they could beat us and not lose to Wisconsin. Um, you welcome Tim Frazier. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, you know, I, that's how I kind of view these games. I think we, we still have work to do to make the tournament, but we still are Ohio State, and our goal is not just to make the tournament. Like, our goal is to, yeah. to be be playing well in February and March, make a run in the Big Ten tournament, and and get, a, get an okay seed, and let's, let's win a couple games. And that's possible. You know, that any that every year teams make it that have struggled or weren't supposed to make be in the second weekend. So these are games that we need to win to like secure our spot, but also find a way to get up from like a seven, eight seed. Let's get a five, a six, you know, throw us around in there and let's see what we can do. I think that's our mentality has to change on the team because we're not winning a cha- regular season Big Ten championship. I don't know. We could win a, a tournament championship, but um, we just need to, you know, adjust and be urgent. So, yeah, to piggyback off of that, like looking at these next four games, I, I'm not, I'm to the point with this team where until they do it, I don't yeah. really anticipate it. Yeah. Um, don't rewrite, the, don't pre-write the story, Adam. No, I, although to be fair, I wrote a good portion of my game story at halftime after Indiana closed on a 15-0 run. You knew, you knew was, what was coming. I mean, I can at least, I had a pretty good, pretty good chunk of it done there pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it seems like right now, it feels like they're further in the season than they actually are. Like it mm-hmm. was kind of crazy today sitting here. We had interviews with Chris Holtman earlier today and we're talking, like people were asking him like to evaluate like the season. And and his point was we're, we, we still have 10 games in the regular season. Like we're only half, we're halfway through the big 10. So there still are opportunities there. And theoretically, if you can flip this around, then, you know, you could be in a pretty good place. The thing is, it's hard to envision them reeling off a streak of wins right now, given how they've played. But to your point, Aaron, about like the seeds, you know, that was one thing I really thought about in the offseason and did some research into and in that, um, you know, why hasn't Ohio State made it to a sweet 16 under Chris Holtman yet? Mm-hmm. And it's like they've all they've won a game. They basically consistently win a game except the one which is one of the worst losses in the history of the tournament. Um, but they they pretty much always win that first yeah. game and then they lose. But it's like when you are a lower-seeded team, you get a higher-seeded team in the second round. And you you needed to find a way to give yourself a better path. And to do that, you got to avoid five-game losing streaks and things like that. And that was, to me, that was a big key coming into this season. Um, and uh, and now here, I mean, here they are. Are you holding that or are you just busting it out now, Adam? He was well aware of that. Okay. Let's, put it, let's put it that way. I, I don't know that I've ever. There's not many stats I've looked up that they're not already aware of. Let's put it. Let's be be clear about that. Say, but that's the problem. They're not giving us any confidence. What, what confidence are they yeah. giving us to believe? Like I'm the most optimist optimistic person out here. Literally, I'm, I'm always going to think I got a chance. We down twenty with twenty seconds. You know, stuff happened. But they don't give me no belief at all. And it's breaking me. Like, how? Please, how? At this point, the, the time is ticking, like we just said. Uh, who's going to make up their mind to, to be the leader? Who's going to make up their mind to uh, bring the troops and, and follow everybody? Or who's going to be the one to say, all right, it's, it's me. Like, all right, I'm, I'm MJ for the team. And follow me, basically. But... The guys out there, they they gotta want to do something. If they don't change the mindset, like Kraft said, and that that's the part that I'm think I'm starting to wrap my mind around that it's not going to change. It's just how some guys are. Uh, then 
we can basically start scrapping this next week as well. But uh, I hope I'm wrong, but it, it's, it's not no hope that they're giving me. And that's the problem right now for me. We kind of have like, I mean, MJ-esque, right? Like Bryce is that guy. We just need someone else to come like compliment what's going on there. It would make it easier on him. And, you know, like Bryce is going to do his thing. The last the last time we had somebody compliment Bryce was Isaac, and he almost had a triple double, triple double yeah. and we won pretty easy at that. So wow. we we just need a second option, a consistent second option. I think that's that's what we're missing. Like at the beginning of the season, we was almost counting on Zed. We started yeah, off the season with true. with four straight double doubles or something like that. We was counting yeah. on him. Like okay, <laughs> we know we got Zed. Now we need somebody else. And all of a sudden, here comes Bryce. We're like, all right, we know we got Bryce. Who else? We need somebody else to yeah. kind of compliment him. Um, we just need we need two guys going at it at the same time. And then that third guy to kind of compliment the scoring as well. I thought that's what made us great last year because you knew you had Malachi and you knew you had EJ. EJ. And, yeah. and that third person was just icing on the cake for us to win the basketball game. I think that's that's just the difference between this year and, and – and, um, and last year is uh, we always had two options that we could count on uh, day in and day out. And a vet point guard, right? That could that was calm and collected. And... I mean, yeah, true. But I mean, I think Bruce Bruce <laughs> brings that. I think Bruce is is calm, cool, and collected, and he makes a lot. He well, he was making a lot of big shots, but um, right now, it's, you know, nobody's making big shots because we can't stay in the game. But it is what it is. <laughs> Do, do you guys think in that conversation about who should be like that second scorer um, right now, Justice Suing is the second leading scorer on this team. Zed was up there, but he is, he's clearly not been the same since the injury, Shoulder. but I've been, yeah, it's just his, his touch isn't the same. He just, he looks like he's a little bit off. I thought he played some better moments at Indiana. I don't, I don't know uh, if he's going to get back to the preseason form, but like, as I think about Bryce and justice, maybe being this team's two leading scorers, I want to hear what you guys think about this. Are they too similar to where when you have both of them on the court that it it restricts one of them? Um, I'm wondering if, like, as Bryce has really taken off, Justice has nosedived. And I'm wondering if there's any correlation there, any if there's if one impacts the other, if because Bryce is on the court and because they're, you know, they have some similar things that that makes that doesn't give justice the space that he needs or I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out why justice has struggled at such a high I, level. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I, I really don't think so. I just think sometimes justice is a little bit, it's just too passive. There's a lot yes, of times where he's yeah. down there and he's pivoting instead of just going straight up or mm-hmm. he's making the extra pass, which I'm not mad about, but at some, at some point you got to be like, all right, mm-hmm. I've been in college too long to be making this extra pass and somebody not making it or, or making the right play. So, you know, sometimes you got to put it on your shoulders, but I think they, you know, they do a great job at finding both of them. It's just one is just ultra aggressive and the other one is just in my passing. Yeah. Okay. Playing with Bryce spaces the floor for everyone. Because you I mean you just can't leave him, right? So I was about to um, say, yeah. If anything, the other way around, because Justice is, you know, hasn't shot the ball well. Having him on the floor makes the floor smaller. Shrinking. Yes. Anyone, anyone playing with Bryce automatically makes it more open because you just can't leave him. Um, Bryce can work on spacing the floor right uh, better. I think you know, just being in the right spot and sometimes 
poor cuts here and there, but for the most part, I would I would love to play with Bryce. I would I would shoot layups because I can go by by my guy and his guy's not going to help. So these are the things I didn't learn at Northwood High School. I was not. <laughs> I'm about to say, so yeah, 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 for sure. He's shooting 47 percent from three or something like that. I yeah, mean, it, like like Kraft said, it's enough. the opposite. <laughs> like you got to stay with him. Now it's more you know space to work out. But I think it's just the, the mindset of all right. The freshman is doing the work. He's scoring, so we just go on, like, go with the flow type of thing. I mean, I think he, he never really got assertive in what we needed him to do besides the game out in Hawaii with his family and everything. I think we need to bring them back onto Columbus for a week or something, get some of that home-cooked food for sure, <laughs> and, and get the justice back because we know we had, he, we, he has it in him. It's yeah. about him wanting to, wanting to do it, and I, I just haven't seen it. Uh, but some flashes here and there. I, it, it's frustrating too because you think you know they're not going to leave Bryce and they're not going to leave Sean. So yeah. if it, it should, you I mean, can't even throw Bruce in there. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, we have guys that can shoot the ball. So offensively, it just seems like no one, no one can get by their guy. Everyone's being guarded one on one outside of Bryce, and um, I think that makes it really hard. Like it makes it very hard if you can't get an advantage on your own um, or off a ball screen to get an advantage because we have guys that can shoot. So theoretically either they're getting open shots or we should be getting decent looks. Um, and we're not getting either of those. So. And to, to that end as well, Hol- Holtman has consistently said these last two, three weeks that one of the biggest things holding their offense back is like bad post decisions and paint decisions, like getting into maybe a dangerous area and then, picking up your dribble, not making a pass, you know, not, not taking the shots as you should take. And that I've, as he's continued to talk about that, I feel like that is a harder thing to clean up than just like, Hey, we're missing shots or things like that. Cause it sounds like if you're constantly making the wrong decisions, I feel like that is, that's more concerning to me than like a simple execution thing. That's just like a general basketball IQ thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I wonder, I wonder if that's correctable or not. Oh, I mean, some some people have it, some people don't. I, correctable at this point or this 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 uh, late yeah. in the season, I would say it it probably would have been already if that was the case. But uh, I mean, coaches can only do so much. I, I would say uh, to to help guys flow and get pace and, like you said, try try different uh, lineups and things like that. But at the end of the day, you got to be a player. You you're out there on the court. You you got to read what's going on and. Uh, what situations we have to to get a bucket because that's all we want to get the best look possible and how our offense literally went from here to here in a matter of a, a month is is craziness. So uh, hopefully we can find some type of flow. But Sully, I know he liked all the shooters we had around him in the post, so he had yeah. a lot of space to work out when he was there. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty easy. It was pretty easy. Sideline right now. Set a set a ball screen to crash. <laughs> set a down straight with John. I had you on the on the corner, Will on the wing, Crab was sitting right there in the middle. They double right off the crash, Crab will cut to the free throw line, oh. pass the crash, three on two on the other side. It was real easy, man. It was real easy, Gerst. But you know, post just post problems that I mean that happens, man. Just the way they're guarding Zed. I think Zed is not really banging with that shoulder with that sprain, yeah. you know, because he's really a he's a bully type basketball player. Um he like he likes to throw his body around and right now it just looks like he's He's moving with caution down there. Just doesn't want to sprain his shoulder again. So, um, 
I think health is health is a problem with Zed down there on the block with with decisions, but um, our payment decisions we 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 are really questionable with those. Mm-hmm. We get there, we get down there, we we kind of kill our dribble instead of dribbling out. I remember Mike Conley showing crash and crab and stop dribbling since. So <laughs> I mean, just, it is what it is. We just got we just got to be better, man. We just got to be better. We have to play with more urgency. We just got to be more connected, and we just. I mean, just play hard. I feel like if you just yeah. played hard for forty minutes, that will that will kill a lot of lot of decision making that we make. That should be non negotiable yeah. though. That's the problem. But yeah. signing off, we're gonna give our last thoughts on this week coming ahead. I mean, uh it's not much to say. We we at least gotta get uh the scum up north, of course. That that's that's literally the only game that, that I I'm looking for. Oh, for sure. What you mean? To to get that I W, can't stand to get this W, I'm appalled at you, Crab. Really, <laughs> trying to be nice right now, really. guys. They have a great, they have a great uh, ENT program up there, so I got to keep them on the on the nice list right now. Oh, man, this guy, right, you're in the right. afterlife, so I, I understand. That's that's no problem. I don't. <laughs> that's how much I hate them. <laughs> all right, but hey, let's let's win at home, man. Okay, that's there. Yeah. All, right. all right, we'll go with that then. This, this one, at least this week. Adam, what you got to finish it all? Yeah, I mean, see what they look like against Wisconsin. I mean, you you last time you're at home, you played great. You know, one of the mm-hmm. obviously the best game they played since they beat Northwestern, and they looked like a competitive, hard fought team that was like making aggressive plays. Like Sully said, just play hard. Like they did that against Iowa, and yeah. maybe Iowa had something to do with that. Maybe Iowa's just really not that good. But like Minnesota's really not that good, and they didn't do it against them. <laughs> So that's, that's if real. you can play, I mean, play like you did against Iowa, do it at home against Wisconsin, get a win, take that to Michigan, see what you do with it. I mean, that's uh, to me, that's, that's, I, I want to see again, like it, this is the time of the year where you're running out of time. And so if you're going to, if you're going to figure it out, this is about, we need to start doing it. So you do have three, your next four at home, take care of the first one and then see what you can do from there. Just kind of disappointed, you know, with preseason, the way we started, you know, playing against Texas Tech, had a great games um, in Maui. Uh, what else? We had Duke, North Carolina. Our preseason schedule was pretty pretty open to get prepared for the Big Ten, and nobody's seen this this losing streak or, you know, our offense taking a dip coming um, the way we was playing at the beginning of the season. We sharing the ball. We played hard. And I just feel like we're starting to just play hard for – Big games. We're not. We're not taking the small game serious. So uh, we're going to need this Wisconsin win just to stay relevant for NCAA NCAA tournament. And then you know the school up north. That's just if you can't get up for that game, you, there's no point of you being a Buckeye. Mm. It, it's that simple. So hopefully we get some uh, some W's in the column somewhere. I, I don't care where it comes from. Just from somewhere. We're going to find out next week with another episode, man. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. But come on, Buckeyes. Let's turn this around, please. Beyond the Big Ten is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things Big Ten. We cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni, aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team. Hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders, our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. 
We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now.